He draws and we, the elders, interpret. You see, Josh, Ruben is unclouded by normal cognition. It makes him open for the source. Uh, what happens when Ruben dies? Do you just wait for a baby that is not clouded? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Ruben was a product of inbreeding. All of our oracles are deliberate products of inbreeding. Can I take a photograph? What? Ah. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. The greater good. Um, this is episode 318. And tonight we're going to talk about Midsommar, or Midsummer, but it's Which, it's it's spelled Somar, but it's just Midsummer. Somar. Somar. Summer. I feel like Somar is like, it's this new technology that the Navy's come up with. Have you got the planes no, on your... No, on it's, the, just, I, it's just Somar over there. Ah, uh, you're not. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere over there and Somar over there. I got you. Mm-hmm. Um... Midsomar. Gosh, this movie. I this is gonna be such a weird podcast. This is gonna be yeah, this is gonna be an interesting talk because I I I've obviously I think we all just saw it yesterday, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Andrew yeah. and I were and watching I have, it separately at so the same questions. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how Sean and I like inadvertently watched it at the exact same moment. Yeah. Because I feel like we were watching it together. It was yeah, just, we were both texting each other like moments that were happening as they were happening. It's crazy. <laughs> um, I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew. No photography means no photography, Jemison. But what if I like finger paintings a lot and I want to capture them forever on oh, yeah. my iPhone? Yeah, you yeah, don't. You don't want to do that. You probably don't want to. Yeah, and don't. you definitely don't want to sneak into into a room to to take pictures later. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. But there's not no a good around. idea. Nobody will know, except <laughs> the face. Except mask, they know the face mask yeah. guy. Uh, and Sam, <laughs> Sam always pees on ancestral trees. Vector. <laughs> <laughs> it makes them grow. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, I want you to know, yeah, right, yeah. that I'm going to to chop your body up okay. and and feed it to pigs, right? Okay, and then I'm going to feed those pigs to a bear, and then I'm going to let them have the bear uh, to do what they want 
um, for the 90th anniversary of Midsommar. So just so you know, you will be part of it somehow, some way. That's fine. I think there's yeah. worse ways than than that in this movie. Well, that, yeah, yeah. I, I can't say Blood Eagle, right? That that's Gosh. that's just too easy, too spot on. Yeah. So, this movie, <laughs> Midsommar, 2019's Midsommar. It's directed by uh, Ari Aster. Ari, 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 Ari Aster. He does horror films. That's what he does. Um, he also directed Heredity, Hereditary. I'm sorry, that came out the year before, which I. Remember was people liked it as as a horror yeah, film. Yeah, they, they talked thought it about was, it a lot. Yeah, yeah, and it's got a good cast. And then he's done uh, no nothing. Well, that that's it. Those are his two feature films: Midsommar yeah. and Hereditary. And I um I don't know. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's remind the listener, the listeners. The, I'm sorry, the listener, um, that that we are not, we are not horror movie uh, aficionados, right? We generally stay away from these types of films um, on a, on a general basis. At least I do. And um, I'm not, I'm not going to call this horror though. Well, and that's what I was going to talk to you guys about tonight because I don't, I was not horrified in the. I, and how I think I was supposed to be because I'm sitting here. I I'm like the guys, the anthropologists, right? I'm like, Oh, this is kind of cool and, and interesting. And this culture is certainly interesting and different. And, and I hate to say it, but some of the deaths were deserved. Mm. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, you go into a different culture and you, you, you know, I mean, obviously it's never good to kill other people and all that sort of stuff, but you're in another culture. You have to respect that culture. I just watched Borat, rat. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but to to be I think to be fair to that moment, and we're we're kind of jumping way into this, but those they were gonna die regardless of he peed on that tree. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like regardless yeah, of him were... breaking into the room to take the photos, they were all supposed to die. That was the point. Yeah. They were all lambs to the slaughter. Yeah. So and that was the reason why the the, the exchange student or the two brothers that were sent out. That was the reason why they were sent out is to bring people back yeah. for this thing. Yeah. So, so we're going to get to our five word reviews in just a second, but I, there was something I kind of wanted to explore and saying, you've already kind of touched on it. And that is when, when we teased that we were doing this movie, right? So we had Steven Honeycutt on and he was like, Oh, it's a yeah. really good movie. It's a great horror film. It's pretty, pretty, pretty rough. Some yeah. rough business. And I was like, oh, okay. All right, I'm kind of nervous about this. And we had uh, Lady <laughs> Wan on a few weeks before, and we mentioned this movie, and she said the same thing. She was like, oh, yeah, it's it's pretty rough. And she even tweeted at me and was like, how you doing? How you hanging in there? Or something like that, right? And so I kept thinking, oh, dang, like, this, did you this, have expectations of, of too much craziness? I, I think I did because... yeah. I like I kind of maybe psyched myself out, and so I started thinking, "Am I broken?" <laughs> because the, well, because well, hang on, it just so no, be, no, no. and I and I think because the reason why I make the joke about that, but it's because it, it feels like the last couple of Halloweens that we've done, where we've had the big scary movie, it didn't scare me. 
like Witch, The Witch or whatever it was, like they said it's like the scariest movie on Netflix. It didn't scare me. It kind of bothered me, no. but it didn't scare yeah. me. And and then this thing comes along and I was kind of bothered and I was uncomfortable and uneasy, but I was never scared. No. And and I think Is it well it well, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. The only thing I can think of, and, may, and again, you have the degree, so you, you can probably come up with a better psychoanalyst than I can, is that this movie, to me, is so unrelatable because I would never be in a situation like this. Yeah. You know, like, that's... I th- can see that. That's why, to me, it's a little unrelatable. Whereas, like, when we did... Was it The Haunting or whatever last year when it was The, the House? That oh, was, what was that one? The Conjuring. The Conjuring. That one kind of bothered oh, me a little bit more yeah. because I could kind of see myself being stuck with a haunted house kind of a thing, sort of, you know. But what were you going to say, Sam? I was going to say, I think, I think what we're getting into here are the different styles of horror, right? You've got your slasher fix picks. You've got your... Um, supernatural jump scare flicks. You've got your creature flicks, and then I think you've got things like what we just saw, where is is basically, you know, make you so uncomfortable that you're squirming horror. Does that yeah, make sense? I, yeah, because I will it, say, go ahead. I was gonna say because this movie, for all that that we've heard about how how you know how good it was and and things like that, I I had a quote unquote good time with this movie um, <laughs> because I just let it wash over me in terms of getting into the mood that it was trying to do. But in no way was I ever jump scared in this movie. No. I was never, even when he, you know, the guy was, in, in, was hit over the head with the mallet, you know, that never jump scared, but you better believe my eyes were fixed to the screen when the lady jumps off the cliff. Right. Yeah. Or, or that I was watching intently when, when naked Christian sees blood Eagle there for the first time. So I, it just, I think it's a different kind of horror. I think it's, this one is probably going to stick with you more than, than something like the conjuring where the jump scare will certainly in the moment elevate your heart rate. But this one's going to make you think this one's going to make you think about how, different cultures do things basically. And what I was going to try to get to is, you know, we, have you ever heard of the, the movie green Inferno? No, Mm-mm. it's a horror movie by, uh, Richard Rodriguez. I think I can't remember. Maybe, maybe I'm not hundred percent sure, but it's basically, they go to the Amazon and the, they get eaten alive. They're cannibals right down there. And it's kind of, I mean, obviously they're not getting eaten alive in this movie, maybe, but we are, we're just treated to a different culture. And, and I think because we see ourselves in the very pale Swedish people, I think that's why it makes it even more creepy um, when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for what it's worth, Eli Roth directed. Eli Roth. Yeah. Who's Richard Rodriguez? I don't know. He sounds like a cool dude, though. I think it's another Tarantino guy. So, anyway. So yeah, Eli Roth. What were you gonna say, Andrew? No, I was just gonna say that pretty much the same thing that it it makes you really it doesn't it's it wasn't frightening to me. But what was disturbing about it was the thought that of all the horror movies we've seen, 
I could see this one actually happening somewhere in the world. Yeah. You know, it, the ones that deal with the supernatural, you know, there's the people that are like, they fully believe that happens and all this. And okay, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But this, I mean, there could be some random isolated group of people somewhere in the world that practice some of these things. I mean, chances and are there were. probably not, but yeah, but the they, there, there may have been in the past. Yeah. And the director did his research. A lot of the stuff you see in this movie is based on old traditions, um, mm-hmm. Viking and German traditions. Mm-hmm. So what you see in this are real, real old, you know, pagan traditions, basically. The, to your point, either both of you, I can't remember who said that already, <laughs> is I'm, I'm thinking also, is that, yeah, the part that really makes it scary is that it, it is, can be a real thing. And then the, I think the next layer of the scary is that the people that are committing these horrible acts are doing so with the full knowledge that one, what they're doing they know what they're doing, but they feel yeah. like it's just the it's what we're supposed to do. We're yeah. supposed to bring these people into our world, knowing that. I mean, I'm saying like, I mean, you want to talk about a long con? I mean, this kid has to go to America, get a get a you know a degree, work on his master's or doctorate, so that he can become friends with this group of people and like them enough that when he says, come visit my home this summer, they say yes. I mean, mm-hmm. it, that's a long con. Well, is it a con, though? Or is he, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess the reason they go out is to bring people back, but does he see it as a con? Or does he see it as, this you is know, what you I'm, do. Just, I'm going to America, and I'm going to meet people, and I'm going to invite them home. Yeah. He's on a spiritual quest at that point. This is a 90-year tradition. So basically, the hopes of the village are on these guys bringing people back. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, Okay. So let me rephrase my statement. It's a con in that is, I guess, the the con being a negative thought. He's not doing it sinisterly. but But he has to befriend these people because if he comes back with no one, then he's a letdown because they need new genes in the gene pool, right? That's yeah, ulti- right. They even make it. I didn't capture the audio. I didn't get a lot of clips um, just because there's not a lot of stuff to record that would be funny to play back on a podcast. But um, <laughs> but he makes the joke early in the movie. He's like when they're talking about his girlfriend, Danny, and he says, you know, the guy says, hey, you could impregnate that waitress. And he's like, or all the Swedish girls. Like, that's the foreshadow that yeah, yeah. He, he knows that I'm going to bring you guys back to do that. Now, of the three, you know, male options, the only one guy gets the benefit um, before he is. If you can call it that. It, well, he, yeah, he's, yeah. he still has, you know what I'm saying, the, 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 the awkward, most uncomfortable moment oh in his God. life before he Dude, is. Dude, the, the old lady is pushing him from his backside yeah. to, to help with the thrusts. I mean, come on. Yeah, I, Holy crap. Yeah, I didn't say it wasn't super uh, awkward, but again, yeah, it's it definitely more awkward my, than it was scary. 
My text to Sean, uh, <laughs> Sam, as you saw, was talk about performance anxiety. Uh, so if you if you guys haven't seen this, <laughs> go out and watch it, and you'll know the scene that we're talking about. Absolutely, yeah, instantly. Yeah, so I'll so we're gonna do our five word reviews here in just a second, but I, I will say this. Of the four movies that we've done, we've done three so far. Obviously, we haven't watched Train to Busan yet, and I haven't physically watched it yet, so I don't know what to expect. Don't watch We Summon the Darkness. No. Take your time and watch this movie. Or Gerald's Game, if you only have time to watch one. Yeah, I, would well, watch. See, I, I would say Gerald's Game over this movie, I would, only because it's shorter. Yeah, I would too, yeah. and I think, <laughs> I think it's more interesting, and I like the dialogue better. You know um, what you do? You take a giant glass of mushroom tea and watch this movie. <laughs> the movie is trippy enough as it is. I don't, I don't Holy crap, imagine if you were, you know, I've never been high, but imagine if you were on drugs watching this movie. Talk about scary. Well, yeah, especially mm. when the the background is constantly moving. Yes. The you flower know, on her head was breathing. Did you guys ever notice that? It was yeah. exhaling and inhaling. I there were a lot of things I feel like I kind of need to watch some of this again because as much as I don't want to uh, I noticed some of the stuff moving but I feel like now that you're talking about it I may have missed a whole bunch because I was focused on the foreground and not what was going yeah. on around them well and that's funny again like I said I've already said twice now or once that we were going to do our five word but like one yeah. of my notes so but one of my notes literally was at uh, at an hour and 49 minutes, I noticed that the background was all wavy-like when she was tripping. Was that happening the entire movie? <laughs> like, did I miss that somehow? Or was it... it I, don't, I, I don't think it started until literally... Uh, it, it was about halfway through, right? It was okay. after the second dose of... Yeah, so when she was doing uh, the ring around the rosy bit, like, that was the second time. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, Sam, once you hit us with your five-word reviews, I'm sure. sure you have more than one. I have. I have. Uh, yeah, I've got two here. Um, I, the first one is slow burn finally amps up. <laughs> and then, um, and this is kind of how I explained earlier: unusual culture doesn't mean horror. And uh, I, and I didn't write it. I didn't put a five-word review. But one of the things I really liked about this movie was the journey that the girl took in terms of basically this, this movie is about her finding family yeah. and finding a solid footing, even though it's a crazy pagan cult that I think she's joining, right? That's another yeah. question at the very end. Is, is this something she smiles at the end as her, well, we spoiler alert, you know, she's smiling <laughs> as, as the people are being burned alive. Yeah. So I think she's joining well, it, and I think she, you know, if you think about it, the, the people that cults go after, she is a prime candidate, right? Mm -hmm. she, she's been through a big loss and is trying to find meaning in life. She has a horrible relationship with, with her, her quote-unquote boyfriend, and she needed somebody to, to basically be her, her, her solid, you know? When she sees Christian yeah. and the redhead and has a meltdown, and all the women are basically, they're not crying at her, which I it's thought at first, I thought they were mocking her, but they were crying with her. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was just brilliant and brilliant, 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 which, which totally 
paid off with her decision at the end. And I really, really enjoyed that path. Now, were some of the characters kind of hollow? Absolutely, right? We knew who was going to die in this movie. And we we especially knew uh, the, the weird-looking kid was going to die, uh, the one who peed on the tree. Right. I think he uh, dies in every movie he's in. He might. <laughs> well, but... Yeah. But so, but in terms of the artistic touch to this horror movie, it's just brilliant. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. All the different foreshadowing that you see in the paintings and in the, the tapestries and, and everything else, um, you know, makes me want to go back and what I, I don't know if I want to sit another two and a half hours, but it almost makes me want to go back and just see it, right? Because you see the picture of the bear burning. You see the picture mm-hmm. of the, the love potion um, you know, how she's going to get him to, to go after her. And, and it's just, it's, it's fascinating. I loved it. Cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, right on Andrew, what you got? Well, I've got two and my first <laughs> one, uh, has an audio assist. So here Ooh. you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you don't know what that is, that's a hammer smashing your opponents in a game called Super Smash Brothers. And uh, my other five-word review <laughs> is <laughs> is more like a five-word reviewed squared because it's, uh, it's ten words. And you're going to have to deal with it. So <laughs> here is the second one. Thought I had a good jackknife from the high dive. But apparently, <laughs> apparently this old man had a better jackknife than I did. I don't understand. He, he surely did jack his shit up. I can't. I mean, if you know that's what you're going to do, you want to go so that when you hit, you're dead. Like, you don't want right. to live any yeah. time after. But I also wonder, I mean, it. How old are they? I thought that 72. they said seventy-two. 72. That's the number. Yeah, those people look, especially he, looked far older than seventy-two. They yeah. live a hard uh, life. Well, uh, I was gonna say, like, my dad is older than these guys, and he didn't doesn't look like that old. I mean, yeah. I mean, say like my dad's seventy-four and can still mow the yard. Like that guy looked like a strong breeze would knock him over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I I'm right there with Sam. I mean, the I I won't say that I hated the movie you know it it had some factors that and maybe the maybe the factor was just kind of it's like a, a car accident that you just can't look away from <laughs> yeah um, no, that's a good because, point no that's a very good point because i i honestly as i was watching it i literally had my stomach was turning uh from the very beginning i mean from the, from yeah. when her parents and her sister were dead and that how all that happened, which I thought the telling of that was brilliant yes. and very well done. Um, and then, I mean, just as from that moment on, I, my stomach was just in knots. And so as I was watching it, I kept waiting. Like you said, when Lady Juan and, and Stephen both said that we were really in for it, I thought, okay, when's it going to happen? And yeah. Yeah. other than kind of the goriness of... Uh, uh, plummeting off this cliff, and the face first, especially and the, the face uh, and the fish fillet hanging in the chicken coop. 
<laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, I couldn't really think of anything that bothered me visually or made me sick to think about. But for some reason, I guess thinking about <laughs> or worrying about what I was going to see made me sick. <laughs> yeah. But the act when, I mean, like I said, when you saw what it was, it wasn't, and maybe because we've seen like bone tomahawk and, uh, yeah. what was the one? No, but, but uh, I, you're on the, you're a good point because I was expecting a Gerald's game hand injury type of horror. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, a, a fl- to watch them blood eagle this guy, or, you know, I expected more blood. I expected more gore, well, and it never came. Well, so there's, there's, so we watched the theatrical version. There's a director's cut that makes it an NC 17 rating. Ooh. Uh, it's 30 extra minutes of movie. Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Three hour movie. Oof. And, but, but most of the extra stuff is a little bit more backstory. We get a little bit more of the understanding of we get a little bit more violence, but the sex scene is longer too. The um him and the redhead. Huh. It's a little bit more graphic yeah. and a little bit longer. So that's partly why it gets to that seventeen NC seventeen rating. Uh but but you're not wrong in that I was expecting I honestly I was expecting bone tomahawk level violence with all yeah. of the psychological stuff. Because, yes. again, other than the skydive or the base jumpers, all of the other deaths are off camera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean. Which is strange to me because I was, I mean, maybe that's, he's trying to subserve uh, our expectations or something like that. But it's, it's I expected the, the white uniforms that they're all wearing to be blood red. Yeah. At some point. Mm-hmm. And right? and, mm-hmm. and maybe the other idea is that our imaginations are can can are worse than anything he could come up with. I mean, yeah. like we hear the girl, the second the British girl, we hear the her scream, and we yeah. and we don't know. Now I read the I read the trivia, so I know how she died. But yeah, unless you did, you don't know how she died. You just hear a scream, and. Uh-huh. Well, how did she die? So, I didn't read the trivia. So yeah, the what's trivia, the trivia on that one? So it's it's in the extended version. So it's when oh, okay. she gets with goes with the dude in the truck. He drives her out a few minutes, and then gets out of the truck, and drags her to the to the lake and drowns her. Oh, but the interesting part is there's a, a little boy that's in, that's from the village that watches it, and to keep the secret, he has to drown him too. So he oh. drowns her and a little boy in the, oh. um, so, but Dude. that's, that's why you just hear the one. But again, that's, that's more of that cycle. I mean, I could see why that would be a scene you should include because again, it's showing crazy, you know, that would disturb me. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and, and it, you're, you're looking for being disturbed. Yeah. And it, and it kind of shows that there's something sinister going on sooner than later because we get it yeah. kind of later it's like i mean especially once you see that they've you know blood eagle this guy you're like okay did they have well to i think we that? well like, we got it when um uh what's his name got the bludgeoned in the temple right that's when yeah. we knew crap was hitting the fan because you know he was wearing this guy's skin and i mean that was that was when it to me it was like okay well this has hit another level here and see that's the thing is that I didn't know that was what was happening 
when I was watching it, and I watched this on my laptop with my headphones, and I was, and so I had good audio. But when I when he turned around, he goes, "Oh, Mark, it's just you." And I thought, "That's not Mark. It doesn't look like his body." But you couldn't really see his face. It was super dark, and so I just thought he was mistaken. I did not know until I read the trivia that the guy had killed Mark and then, you know, you yeah. know, pulled a Silence of the Lambs and was wearing his face mm-hmm. in that scene to get him to kind of lower his guard so that, I don't, and you don't know this unless you read the trivia, that the guy that took them out there, Pele, he's the one that swings the hammer. He's the one that kills him. Oh, they're their friend? Yeah. The guy that oh, wow. brought them out there, he's the one that, that, that lands the blow that kills him. Wow. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. It doesn't show that, does it? Not really. No, it's just the hammer just comes down and then he's just dragged away. Yeah. Hmm. So 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 my five words, I have I have two. Uh, I don't usually do two. You have up to five. I mean, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So my <laughs> first one was slow burn, then real burn. Ah, nice. <laughs> Nice. And then my second one was more my funny one was why is my lemonade red? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> and and again, know, I I didn't know what it was until I read the trivia. I didn't I didn't <laughs> Oh, you didn't see that? See, I I saw that one coming because I saw the tapestry and the the ritual and then I figured that that was it. That was what was going on. I, it I, just it just dawned on me because I saw the tapestry, but I didn't put two and two together. Yeah, yeah. the tap Ugh. yeah the tapestry yeah. is a full you know telling of what's going to happen in the movie. Yeah, and I saw that part on the tapestry, but I forgot about it because it was sixteen hours earlier in the movie. I just, <laughs> I just forgot. <laughs> um, so when it yeah. happened, like, well, so when, yeah, yeah. Ugh. So when it when the camera shows that it's a different color, I. I it, it, I I knew something had happened to it. Honestly, I thought that it was like a drug, like they were yeah, they had drugged like another his, mushroom or something. Yeah, they had just drugged his lemonade so that like I figured that what was going to happen happens, but I thought it was going to happen a little differently. Um, but Oof. but not like I knew he was going to end up with the redhead. Like I knew. Yeah. But it didn't. He wants the redhead. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So I took the most notes on this movie than I've taken probably a calendar year. Really? <laughs> I took well I had there's a lot well, of downtime. It, there's a lot of downtime. There's a lot of slow like you said, a lot of slow burn in this, a there's, lot of mood. There's a, a lot, lot of, of uh woodwinds. Well, so, there's a lot of yeah. just people just staring at things and just waiting for the next the, the right moment for the thing to happen. There's a lot of just yeah. walking. A lot of grass growing up over your feet and yeah. yeah it's, there's a lot of that. So I took a lot of notes. I mean, a lot of notes. And, we'll, and I'll read some of them as we, as we go through. But I also wrote something that I've not done before. And you mentioned earlier, Sam, having questions. I wrote down, I actually uh, created a new section of my sheet called Questions Sean Has. <laughs> so I, don't, yeah, I yeah. don't really know if I have a sounder for that. I don't know if I could come <laughs> up with... Let's, I'm just oh, gonna, I, like, I like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a right. good. Uh, oh, That'd be a good one for. Um, oh yeah. Let's see if I can find that. Where was real that quick. from? Was that? Um, um, there we go. There you go. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean for a little <laughs> five hundred frenzy to start playing. That was weird. A little ska in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> so, so my first question is, and this, I okay. <laughs> I've had the complaint before when movies do, and I mentioned it last week, when movies do the thing, the the, the Hans effect, right? And I'm not mm-hmm. saying that that's what's happening because Paley has to keep the... Gerard. The, yeah, he has to keep it going, right? So I'm, I'm fine with that. But when I was, uh, after I got done watching it, I thought, why did we have to have this thesis drama? It why I believe they did that so that when, uh, when the the first guy gets killed, the other guy doesn't care. Okay, that he'll yeah, stick that around sense. because his his buddy has has basically messed up and stolen the book and is gone. So now he yeah yeah I think that's the only reason. So story wise, they had to create a rift between those two to make sure that the final two characters will be Christian and. The girl, but remember what's her name again? Danny. Danny, thank you. But like, so, but why did they even lie about the book? There was, I don't, there was, there was no point to that when they say, "Hey, the book's missing, just bring it back." They know the book's not missing. Is the point solely just to make Christian uncomfortable? And to I think it's maybe to go along with what Sam said to just to throw him off, question his friends, like. Because it would make sense for the motive. Because again, he had been talking about this book and, and doing things he shouldn't be. Yeah. And it made sense if he stole the book and ran away. I guess. I mean, I guess that does make sense. That basically the idea is that they need to keep Christian on the hook with the redhead. You know, we need we, yeah. before so they can have his seed. Um. All right, I'm good with that. So and that, I'll they would that, wait to make sure. By the way, what? You know, you think they'd wait to make yeah. sure that it took. I mean, that's that's just one right? and done. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, she's I mean, rocking back and forth, and she says, "I can feel the baby." And I thought, that's not how that yeah, works. No. So you're you're yeah. not wrong. I thought that too. You have to be pretty sure, but yeah. Okay. So second question, Sean has. Okay. How would they have killed the newcomers had they not all broken rules? Yeah, I'm sure they had some ways of doing it. Hey, overwhelming let's, them. Let's go on a nature yeah. hike, and oh no, Mark fell, slipped, and fell down the thing, and it died. Oh yeah. no, you or know. Or they just, gave them more mushrooms, and while they're tripping, slash mm-hmm. their throat. Yeah, or I mean, there, there, I'm sure there's various ways. I mean, I've thought of various ways of killing you guys. That's fair. So yeah. Okay, so there's that one. I mean, it's just it's just something I thought about. It's just like. I mean, they they were they were they gave motivation to kill, like you said, they broke these rules, and and so like like Mark getting killed and filleted was like a crime of passion, you know, and and the 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 black yep. guy from the Good Place, like he, it was sacrilegious, or he was yeah he was breaking a rule, and so therefore there's almost a justification for the killing. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. and then the ones I had, the, well, the, the the one I will admit I had the biggest problem with was the guy from uh, London, uh, who Blood Eagle guy, yeah, who his only crime was to basically be, be upset at the the suicide scene. Well, from yeah. what I again, what I read in the trivia is that the reason why they were killed was simply because they didn't want 
they, as in the cult people, uh, they didn't want them to leave and go tell authorities that this is what's happening here. So they have to yeah. keep the secret. That's, mm. that's why they died. So, I mean, it's easy for us to go, oh, F that, it's time to go. But they would <laughs> they would never they were never going to be left let let to live like they were never but, gonna you know what I'm saying? well and well and and I I don't know I guess because you know in the Viking tradition the blood eagle is reserved for like supreme torture right like the 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 worst case scenario yeah you know what you do to a person and I just found it weird that they did it to him um and and I also well I. Just, some reason I thought that that he was one of the people in the final ritual. Did they not use his body in the final ritual? They did. Yeah, yeah. they did. They they wheelbarrowed yeah, him the, in there and hers too, right? His girlfriend. So they needed those bodies. Yeah, for the yeah. ritual. Now here's the big question. Here's the Sam's question. Hmm? If Danny didn't join the cult or didn't, if she wanted to go home, would they let her? So that, that's actually one of my questions. Like literally, my right? next question on my sheet here is: Would they kill the May Queen if she decides to leave, or do they use her as a honey trap to get dudes to come in? Right now, yeah. I don't know. I, I can't remember. Is the bringing people in to for the sacrifice? Is that the only because of the ninety year thing? Or ninety is that, year thing. So, yeah. that, so that's yeah, not like that's happening bad. all the time. No. No. Okay. Mm. All right. So. Yeah. You know what, and I don't know if this was one of your questions or or if this was alluded to in trivia, but I kept waiting for, like, when the when the meat pies are being made, I kept waiting for someone to, or for us to find out that they're eating those other guys. I did too. Yeah. 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 And it, it doesn't help that and when we eat dinner, we have like a, we have like a Halloween soundtrack always going on. And Sweeney Todd gets played a lot in our house. <laughs> and I can't help but think about that. So as soon as that thing plopped down and he pulled a hair out of his mouth, you know, yeah. the, the pubic hair, I thought, oh, they're eating people. Like yeah. that was my initial That's what thought. I thought too. Yeah, I was like, Which oh. would make sense with the whole idea of community and, you know, or just, you know, being one with each other and all that. You know? Well, and she makes a, the, the head lady, whatever her name is. Uh, makes a, a statement about we haven't feasted in 90 years. And, and so she talks mm-hmm. about a feast. And so I immediately thought, okay, they're going to eat these people. Yeah. But I guess that never happened. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I guess cannibalism is where they draw the line, I guess. <laughs> uh, my last couple of questions, I'll burn through these. Um, did none of the Americans, obviously besides Danny, because she doesn't have parents, uh, but did the rest of them? Did they not tell their parents where they were going? Right. That was that's another reason why I want to watch the first part of it when they're talking around the table, yeah. because I'd like to see if they mention anything along the lines of plans. And for some reason, I thought I remember them talking about not really having a plan and not really knowing what they're going to do or go. Yeah. And do. So, yeah, I mean, again, someone's going to be looking for these kids. Yeah, they're going to be looking for them, but there's no trace to them, right? Because literally, the guy yeah. even says, We get off the airplane and then we drive four hours straight there. I mean, like, even Mark was pissed that they weren't going to get to stop. So, I mean, I guess Pele's goal is if no one sees these people here, 
you know, like the only record of them is getting off the airplane, then there's there's no way to track where they go, mm-hmm. you know, or where they've been. So, I mean, I get that, but it still seems kind of strange. Um, and then my last one, which I think we've we've answered, I just couldn't remember when I wrote it, is um, is that is that where they live, or is that just the summer ritual killing place? That's a good question. I think it's where they live. Because they mentioned yeah. about where they all sleep, right? In the big bunkhouse. It just yeah. seemed really clean for a community that has to live there forever. Yeah, you know not saying? to like, really have any paths in the grass. Well, I mean, like it, is or, a, it is a, a special ceremony. I mean, so maybe they, like, clean things up. Well, I mean, they the obviously had to ceremony. build that building specific for the fire, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, you know, they they had obviously they had dishes and they had cutlery and silverware and glasses and things. So they obviously have a place to cook food and and clean things and stuff like that. And they've got buildings just, out there too. Yeah, there's like, obviously buildings. It just felt like, it felt like the summer camp place, as opposed to, a place where people. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it felt like there were, yeah. especially in the establishing shot when we first get there, it felt like there were. I don't know, a hundred people. And I thought, there's no way that they're all sleeping in those buildings. It just didn't feel, whatever, it's fine. Not a big deal. That was just one of those things I was worried about. Um, yeah, I did basically write, though, that Christian is a douche. I think I wrote it two or three different times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they really went out of their way in the movie to make sure that we knew that he sucked. And... But not in an over overly, you know, hate him kind of way, but just this guy is not the best fit for this relationship, basically. No, Especially I mean, with her. yeah, I mean, so she's like emotionally damaged and yeah. even before her parents situation, like yeah. we, it, it, the movie starts off pretty early that she's kind of clingy and, and he's apparently been wanting out of this relationship for like a year. Yeah. And then... And then the part where I really rolled my eyes hard was the part where they're at the party and they're like, Hey, we're going to, we're going to Europe this summer. And she's like, but you didn't tell me you were going. And like when they're back at the apartment, they do what I refer to as the angry flip. You know, (laughs) like your wives, our wives have all done it to us, but we are not allowed to do it to them. Mm -hmm. It's against the rules. And so basically she's like, like any normal, in my opinion, this part, any rational person in a relationship says, wait a minute, you made a decision today to go to Europe for three weeks with, and you haven't talked to me? You know, and this, again, it's not like they were dating for five minutes. Five minutes, they've been dating for four years. So yeah. that's a relationship. And, and he does the angry flip and gets her to apologize to him. I thought, my God, he's like gaslighting her. Yeah. And because she is so desperate for, to your point earlier, Sam, uh, she's so desperate for family, she she can't stand the idea of losing him. So she will do whatever it yeah. takes to keep him happy, even if. And that I means... think that even you know with the problems with her own family um, and having a sister that would be bipolar, would be very isolating for her because more than likely her parents are having to to take care of the bipolar sister a lot more. So this. This girl has been on an island for a very long time. Right. Uh, so, 
emotionally, basically. Yeah, no, you're right, and and that and that's what makes her such a prime candidate to be to become part of that that group because they're not going anywhere, and so she's nope. there. Mm-hmm. She's their May Queen forever, and yeah, but yeah, I literally wrote. Let's see. Um, the boyfriend sounds like a douche. So that was my that was my very first note. And then I, I scroll down a little bit, and I get to four years, and he doesn't know her birthday. Man, he sucks. And then I wrote um, after the the cliff jumping bit, and Christian approaches the, the the black dude to say he wants to do his thing. I wrote, Christian is a douche. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, that was a that was a very uh, quote unquote dick move. Yeah. Um. To to do. You know, case. I didn't. This is going back to to Danny as the May Queen. I, I mean, I, I noticed that she was a little, almost infatuated with the May Queen from the very beginning. You mm. know, she saw the picture and she was kind of uh, overwhelmed or or taken with the fact that this person who has all these flowers on her and and then she finds the the wall of pictures of all the May Queens, which. I did find a little odd that they would have a, a wall of pictures in, in this community with no other pictures anywhere. But mm-hmm. uh, May Queen's a big deal. Well, okay. She, I, I feel like that she kind of wanted that. Maybe she needed to have some recognition and, and some admir, admir, admiration. Is that the word I want? Admiration, yeah. Um, admiration. Hang in there. You just you just reminded me of a of a question that I forgot to write down. So they they have like this wall of May Queens, right? So so they have May Queens every year, even without yeah. the killing part. Without the yeah, without the killing part. So that's just it just seems so interesting that they have these rituals that they know about, but no one would have been alive at the last time that they did this. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. I mean, you're, at seventy-two, you're out of the club. So, I just think it's interesting that they they have these rituals that they know that they have to do every year, and then they have these other special rituals that they do on the ninetieth anniversary. It just seems interesting. So, yeah, okay, different cultures. Um, I did write also. Please help that little kid go to sleep. Oh uh, my gosh. I expected that worse. kid to get killed. By the way, I expected oh, at yeah, some yeah. Point that that I kid completely to get forgot. strangled in the middle of the night. I completely forgot all about that. So, I did see it correctly when they put a pair of scissors under the baby's uh, pillow, right? I thought it was just yes. a. Was it scissors? It looked like a pair of scissors. I thought it was just like a charm or something. Okay. I'm going to have to go back and look at that because I could have swore it was a pair of scissors and it, it I, I really did expect at some point that baby to get like, you know, somebody was going to have enough <laughs> of the crying. Uh, yeah, I just, but, I don't know. I because, I mean, the vibe that you get really early on from this thing is that they all love each other very much. And so I, I didn't, I never thought that the baby was in danger because I don't think that these people... Would go, oh my gosh, baby, ah, bad, die. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I just felt bad for the kid and for everybody in the room. It's just like, okay, guys, I I I know. Is there not somebody that can just go rock that kid somewhere mm-hmm. else? It just uh, that was the part I was mentioning. I I didn't really. Uh, the ups. Uh, what else did I write? They they like to use mirrors in this movie a lot. Um, they used a lot of reflection. Well, I should say by, a lot. the beginning. By there was. the yeah. I've been. I I'm sorry. I haven't been participating much. But if you look at two minutes and thirty two seconds into this movie. Um, you see her two parents in bed sleeping with a picture in the background. Mm-hmm. And I thought I recognized it yesterday, but that picture, you talk about foreshadowing, you start to wonder how much of this is meant to be and how much was pushed to happen. Because if you look at that picture, it's a picture of Danny with flowers all around her in her parents' room. Interesting. Really? And huh. I I kind of had a sneaking suspicion. I had I had the thought that the I can't remember his name. I keep on call him Helga, but their friend that brought him there, right? Pele. Pele. I think he had some sort of infatuation with Danny because he kept showing her affection throughout the entire movie. If not anything, you know, kissed her full on the lips towards the end. Mm-hmm. Drew the picture of her in the in you know where she looked like she's the the May Flower Day girl or whatever, and at one point even asked her about Christian and said, you know, is does he feel like home? I wonder how much he had to do with pushing her out there and getting her to that point. Oh, yeah, I'm seeing your picture. Yeah. yeah, the picture where they got the flowers. I mean, yeah, I thought that... So that was like a, a plot point that I thought was going to pay off, was that I thought that they were going to just like end up together, basically. Is yeah. That like yeah. yeah, like they're the new couple of the town. Yeah, or, like, yeah. yeah, exactly. She's May Queen, and he's now the May King or whatever, because yeah. he's he's kind of quietly putting a wedge between her and Christian, you know, just, yeah. Hey, happy birthday. Methodically. Yeah. You know, happy birthday. Did, did Christian get you anything? Oh no, but he's so busy. He's like, Oh, well he, I got you, I got you this thing for your birthday. You know, it's just a picture, but you know, she's like, Oh yeah. Like, and, and then the part where like she's crying and he's talking about my parents died and I understand. And does it feel like home? Like he's trying to put that, he's hammering that concept of home. Yep. You know, and mm-hmm. I, I, that's what I, I honestly, I thought it was going to happen too. Is like once she sees Christian, I thought she was going to, after her crying bit, she was going to run to him for comfort. Yeah. And that yeah, like yeah. the two of them would be together. Like, so when she, like when she chooses him at the end of the movie, which by the way, how pissed do you have to be to, to know that you're going to send somebody to die? Hell oh, have yeah. no fury as a woman scorned. Yeah. No kidding. I mean, <laughs> And I, I mean, in that moment, I felt bad for him because, I mean, uh, yeah, he was a douche. And in movies, we joke no like, one, oh, no one deserves to die. No like one that. deserves to be burned to death in a, in which you can't move or even scream. Yeah, dressed as Winnie the Pooh. And dressed as in a in a bear <laughs> costume. Yeah, <laughs> his cosplay that year was the bear from The Revenant. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, I went back at uh, 49 minutes and 41 seconds. It's a pair of scissors they're putting under the pillow. 
weird. Yeah, I don't. That's weird. And and I think I, I really expected because I saw the scissors. I thought well, that's weird that they're going to put that under a baby's pillow, and then it never really paid off. So I didn't understand no. the point of it. Yeah, who knows? There might be um, another thing. Maybe in that's the... a, another deleted scene. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm watching that that shot right now. I'm 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 trying to. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it is a pair of scissors. That's so. It's weird. like surgical scissors. By the way, do you know uh, Pele's bed is next to Danny's? Uh, yeah. In that picture as well. I never really put that together. Yeah, this is like I said. This movie has a bunch of these little, I don't know, just details that I think are meant to be there to. To kind of pique your interest or, or or make it at least worthy of watching again. Um, mm-hmm. I don't I don't think I will, but it certainly <laughs> you know it, it does make me a little curious about what else I missed. Yeah, this is certainly a movie that would be worth analyzing. You know, if I were getting a degree in psychology or getting a degree <laughs> in uh, uh, re- religious studies or something like anthropology. that. Anthropology, I mean, yeah. Anthropology, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so, um, I have some trivia. Oh, I have clips. Let's do some clips. Um, I don't have much, but, uh, I'm just going back over my notes here to make sure I don't miss anything. By the way, I wish I knew that, that mushrooms would make me learn German faster. Yeah. Right? <laughs> just like that, that helped her learn Swedish. So I, 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 I would have done that back in college let's see the dumb things i think about oh did they leave the car on the road they just got out of the car and then just walked away and then they the next scene is like they're walking to the village so is that car just still sitting in their street like that's the things i think about um not really a hopping man i'm just wondering what's gonna happen to the car uh oh no guy breaks a rule uh i mentioned that oh reminds me of a rival when she keeps seeing herself as plants and then the last thing I wrote that I uh, mentioned was uh, bingo has never been more interesting. So there we go. Yeah. And by the <laughs> way, I, I think the, the visions of the plants is telling her that this this is where to set roots. This is where her home is. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of foreshadowing mm-hmm. in that. And um, we'll hit that again in a little bit with, I think, in my trivia. Did I get that? I can't remember. But yeah, you're you're right. Like that's what it's supposed to be. Is to it's the it's the foreshadow of the final decision. Yeah, the final decision. I mean, obviously, like once she's kind of made her final decision is when she finally smiles for almost like the first time in the whole movie is at the end where she gives like a big grin. And she's really cute, by the way. She is. I, she looks like a girl I've seen in like seven different things, but she's not. Yeah. Like I. Well, yeah. she was in the Outlaw King that we watched. Uh, as as the love interest of uh, Chris Pine. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, but like that's it. I mean, she's yeah. In, that's the only thing. I, could, I mean, I've she's seen in, in Little Women. No. She was in. She's in the new Black Widow movie that has been pushed back a year. And she was she in, the sister in that. She's one of the girls that oh, okay. um, Scarlett Johansson oh. trains with. And it's not like she's you know hourglass crazy attractive it's just there's something cute about that girl yeah she's yeah cute's a good word she's just really cute of course this picture of her on her page 
of uh, it's a shot of her in Little Women. She looks really, really pretty in this, but she's all she's all dolled up, dolled out. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But and oh, she's a really good oh actress Lord, too. I just, I just picked up my phone. It must have been playing this entire time. They're they're all sitting down to a nice dinner. Oh, nice. Um, on the on the reservation here. But she reservation. Uh, I thought she acted really. I mean, I don't. There was no point in which I thought, "Oh, that's bad acting." I just, I thought no, all the acting was well. really good. The well acting done. never bothered me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so let's get. I'm gonna get through some clips because they're not. There's not a lot of clips, but like this movie, they're kind of long. So uh, here's the first one. I I titled this one "Guy Talk." What if I regret it later and I can't get her back? You don't want her back. I might. Okay. Well, then you can bitch to us about how much you regret it for that day and then we'll remind you again that you've been wanting out of this stupid relationship for like a year now and then you can find a chick who actually likes sex and doesn't drag you through a million hoops every day. Okay, do, do, do you think that there is a masochistic part of you that is playing out this particular drama to avoid the work you actually need to be doing? What work do I need to be doing, Josh? Exactly. Well, I don't know. Your prospectus. Maybe your PhD. Huh. Yeah. I guess that's what smart dudes talk about, because I don't think I've ever had a conversation like that. But um, anyway, Um, so this makes me a horrible person, but she's crying because her parents have died and her sister's dead, and it's really emotional and it's really sad. And but when she cries, there's a moment in which she's crying. I, I isolated it, and. If the Dude, way you are a horrible person. I'm kind of really ugly crying. It's the ugly you cry, but horrible. yeah, no, I know it. I know what it is. It is before you even play it because, like, I've heard people cry this way, and it is ugly crying. It's an ugly cry. So out of context, it reminded me of you know those little cans that you turn upside down and it sounds like a cow. <laughs> yes, and so I thought. You remember those? Uh, remember those dinosaurs? You could squeeze them, and then they would make that noise when you released them. Yeah, yeah. Yes, like, that. yeah. So yeah. this sounds like the cow can, but you're shaking it. So it's it's that. <laughs> so yeah, I know. it's like a it's like a cough in, within a cry. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. I mean, again, she's doing it. So I mean, that's again good for her for doing it. But in the moment, and again, I was I was. I was I was in the emotion of what happened, but I heard it. It pulled me out for a second. Yeah. I thought that sounds weird. I should capture that. So there you go. But you know, it, there's something to be said about it though, because it is so natural. Yeah, a and deep sorrow. It, it's. Yeah. I, I mean, I, you hear. Well, let's put it this way: How many times have you heard that done in a movie? How many people have cried like that in a movie? Very rarely, honestly, because mm-hmm. usually it's. Yeah. And so it. When I heard it, it did take me out, but at the same time, I was thinking how into her character she is. Yeah. I do feel bad for her as a character and as an actress because 70% of the movie, she's either sad or actively crying or, you know, like confused. Like she very rarely gets to express the other any kind of other emotion joy yeah i mean joy <laughs> she gets like twice in the whole movie like when he hands her yeah. the picture and then at the end of the movie when her boyfriend is being cooked so 
I, but again, I think she did a really good job of those emotions. But like even the poster, which by the way, up until I was actually watching the movie, I thought that was a dude on the poster. Really? I thought it was a guy. It just, it, because the hair is short. I just thought it was like an ineffeminate, you know, I mean, this is, you know, up in the highlands of Sweden. It looks like a Swedish dude. <laughs> and then once <laughs> I started watching it, I'm like, oh, that's her. But she's crying in the shot, but she's probably crying because she's just sad at something. It's not like she's crying because they're torturing her. Yeah. I mean, for all intents and purposes, they were very, very pleasant to her. Yep. You know, all of the all of the trauma was to the other people. So and I think Andrew to your point or Sam or I can't remember who, I'm sorry, about Pele's intention to bring her there. I started wondering about halfway through the dance if they the girls were basically told to make sure she's the one that wins the dance for some reason it felt like they it, it needed to be her because they planned they was planned because they, yeah, plan, they need they need more new blood and we can't only get new blood by just bringing dudes in and have them have seduced them chemically to sleep with our 15 year olds we need to have some other blood new blood which the actress, by the way, was yeah. 20 during that scene, but the character is 15. And she looked 15. I mean, she did. Yeah. Uh, bear. So, so we're just going to ignore the bed. It's a bear. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bear. It's a bear. What are you going to say, That's Sam, before I cut you off with the bear? Well, I, I do have a, a, a logistics question, right? Yeah. We saw two people fall off a cliff. Yep. Jumped to a cliff because they were 72 years old, right? Yep. We saw one impregnation, maybe, right, on this this one. Yeah. I Are we to assume that it's one baby per year in this commune or two babies per year in this com, commune and that they, they, they ritualistically, ritualistically figure out whose turn it is to have the baby or to impregnate the other person? It's got to be, I mean, look at how many people there are. It's got to be more. And they did mention some inbreeding. And I think there was a conversation that Pele had with somebody where he mentioned that the elders choose the the mates so mm. it's not always completely incest. Yeah, yeah like he that. said cousins are... are um... That does happen, but for the most part, they try. I mean, but like in that opening shot, there's a lot of children running around there. So yeah, I mean, there's a mm -hmm. lot of children. So I mean, there's there's some stuff going on. It does make you wonder though if the the circle of or the semicircle of naked ladies is that happening every time you have sex or oh, just when Lord. it's the when it's the outsider. outsider? Yeah, you know, and it needs to be. We need to be a hundred percent sure that she's gonna. You know, yeah. To expand the gene pool, basically. Yeah, exactly. Um, here's your meat pie. Ew. Yeah, a pubic hair. Dude, I'm dead. Why are you embarrassed? You're not the one giving out hair pies. Pies. Yeah. That reminds me of a time that I went to a Chinese restaurant where I live, and I scooped out a big. Uh, so it was a kind of buffet thing, and I scooped out some lo mein noodles, and I got back to my seat, and there was a pube hair in it. Mm. Ew. 
Yeah. I have not been back to that Chinese restaurant, and that was 13 years ago. Yeah. yeah. And maybe I they were trying to cast a love potion on you. I, maybe so, but I just yeah. fell in love with their little uh, barbecue spare ribs. Mm. <laughs> when I, oh, um, man. Yeah, that sounds really good right now. So when this movie ended, the text I sent to you guys, the group, was, um, I'm just glad that the music has stopped. So <laughs> I'm just going to give you a taste of the music. But when I tell you, this is a two and a half hour long movie. I tell you that two hours of it, there is this happening. You need these? telling you that goes on for two hours of this movie just this variations of that easiest gig in the world for this composer i mean just yeah yeah we want you to sustain and drone for a good let's say yeah. 30 minutes and then uh you know once in a while throw some drum in there uh but don't change key don't change chords just you know maybe add some vibrato <laughs> I tell you though, the one with the recorders or the flute or whatever that was supposed to be, uh, yeah, that one almost drove me to the edge. Well, you're you're not wrong, and uh, I actually I, I I had I captured some of it, and then it I didn't, and then I did again. So, but yeah, that that the music is is part of of the experience of this movie, right? Like, it's just... Yeah. It almost feels like it it's... It is an experience. You can't just tell me now. Yeah, I like that word, I'm, the experience, because you don't watch this movie, you kind of experience it. You experience it. it. Yeah, just like you're experiencing a new t culture. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a travelogue. Yeah, here's a little bit of that, <laughs> that, that, that piccolo music flute, whatever he's talking about. He's just... Oh, sorry, it's buffering. <laughs> so it's just constant. Yeah. I'm, miss, I'm missing the flute people. Where do the flute people go? Here they are. I think there's some flute people here. And it's just like two notes just back and forth. Yeah. Honestly, for like a good two minutes, that's all you got. Oh, it's longer than two minutes. It's, mm -hmm. that, that flute starts when they first start walking through the woods towards when you see the sundial, the sun thing. That's right. That's and right. There you go. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it, it goes on a long time. Oh, gosh. I mean, the, the music is, it's, it's grating. And in the moments where there was silence, it's almost like you can breathe. There was just some relief. Yeah. <laughs> and again, I, I was wearing my headphones and it was just, Oh, it was it was it was intense. It was intense. Okay. And well, and and I believe that's on purpose. Oh, it's absolutely it on purpose. Yeah. Right. It's absolutely. it's to put you on edge because of it. Yeah. It's it's brilliant, really. A lot of the modern day horror has the absence of sound, so that when you hear anything, it gives you the the creeps or whatever. Like in The Conjuring, there's yeah. very little music. It's because they want you to be yeah. unnerved by the silence. Whereas this movie wants you to be unnerved by the discordant. 
You're yep. constantly on uneasy, just constantly. Or like the quiet place where it's any tiny little bit of noise is, is yeah. you know, I can imagine watching it in theaters and, and people chewing on popcorn. Yeah, you open up a bag uh, and, and you're, you're doing like a plastic bag and you're like, dude, yeah. the monsters are going to hear you and come through the screen. Okay. So, oh, so this, <coughs> sorry, this, no? I didn't mean to cough in your ear. So this might be getting into some of the trivia and Sam, I think you mentioned it last week. Or, yeah. or a couple of weeks ago, about how uh, people had just got up and left the showings of this movie and walked out of the of the mm-hmm. showing. I don't know that I would have walked out. I don't know that there was anything other than just the annoying recording. I think I think the hardcore horror fans would would be disappointed and bored to death. They're they're wanting that that adrenaline rush. They're wanting that. That gore and and when you're sitting listening to flutes play for three hours, it, it, I don't think they they got their jollies full with it. I could see that. I guess it's not the typical horror. No. That that they may have expected. Yeah, I could see that now. Yeah. Yeah, and again, I mean, and you mentioned that too. I thought it was for one of two things. I thought it was either people walked out because it was so bad, or they That's walked out because it was you know, human centipede level, you know, yeah. whatever. It was too much. Too yeah. much, yeah. All right, I'm uh, going to get through some trivia because I, I wrote down... Now, we've talked about some, so I don't have to repeat, but here we go. And now for some more bad news. Ready? All right, so most of the Swedish dialogue spoken uh, by the natives is deliberately not subtitled. It is in order to create a sense of isolation for the audience, especially for the foreign visitors. Uh, toward the end of the film, when Danny is lifted onto the pedestal to be carried to the dinner table, a viewer can make out her sister's face in the trees with an exhaust tube in her mouth. Uh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I didn't either. They, I didn't either. They did it several I times. I saw it several times. Yeah, there were several other times where you see it. But, yeah. Um, uh, I, I didn't see it. If you guys want to maybe look for it and screen cap it, and I can put it on Facebook or whatever if you want to do that, but... I didn't Duck see it. tapes it to your mouth. You just, Gosh, I mean, no. just that, lay that, in bed. And I mean, I, mm, yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, I one of the things I did note, I didn't mention it, but that, that suicide, that I guess it's technically murder-suicide. I mean, that's, yeah. that's forethought, you know, and that, I'm saying like, it, it takes a long time to hook up hoses and tape and all that stuff. I mean, that was, that was planned. Yeah. And that's a, a bummer. After the sex scene, Christian was supposed to run away in the robe that he had entered in. Jack Raynor, Raynor himself suggested that Christian run out completely nude to appear more vulnerable. Thus, making, thus he appears fully nude when trying to escape. Raynor was inspired by having recently watched The Last House on the Left, 1972, like many films in the horror genre, female characters are disrobed, humiliated, and or assaulted before their demise. He felt it was due time that a male character be made to suffer oh. in sim- similar indignation. No, I applaud him for that. That's cool. Yep. Um, not Equality. That I, yeah, not that I really wanted to see his man wiener, but I, I appreciate the fact that he was like, let the big buff strong guy get completely emasculated yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm seeing, uh, I'm seeing that now uh, of her sister's face, and and it's not like, it's not 
I mean, it's very subtle. You have to really know what you're looking for. Wow. All right, I'll, I'll screen cap that and send it to you. Yeah, yeah please. During the sacrifice at the end of the film, Ig- Igmer and Ulf, Ulf were given dew from the yew tree. As they were fed this dew, Ulf is told, feel no pain and feel no fear. As the building burns and the fire inches closer to them, Igmer looks at Ulf with fear, and Ulf gazes back at him before the fire engulfs him and starts to wail in pain. This could possibly indicate that in the last moments before their deaths, they realize that everything they've been told is a lie, but are unable to do anything about it and unfortunately die without being able to warn the others. <laughs> the, I just figured that they, they, they were told that to, to keep them calm before yeah. dying in the fire. Yeah, so. I yeah I don't know I, I I think that's trivia is interesting I don't know if that's trivia from the directors you know like if that's from the storyteller point of view or if that's just what someone thinks um you know somebody that's that's that wrote that is thinking that this whole thing is just cultish garbage and that there's actual no mm-hmm. belief to it you know I don't know the last one I got which I think is interesting is when the film was released in Sweden, rather than eliciting fear in the audience, many people laughed. Many Swedish (laughs) critics praised the film as an excellent black comedy. I could see that. I I mean, honestly, there were moments of this that I thought were more of a dark comedy than horror. Dude, that's trippy, that photo you just posted. Yeah. Gosh, that's kind of giving me nightmares. Just that photo alone. That's that's haunting. Gosh, okay. Well, well glad that's there. And as I'm, I, I, I didn't even notice this, but as I'm rewatching a couple of these scenes, now I'm noticing the backgrounds are moving and, you know, breathing almost. Ugh, okay. Yeah, it just yes, I, it makes me wonder if it's, but like, is it while she's high or not? You know, is right? It, is it only like when she drinks the tea to go do the the ring around the rosy, or is it all the time? I don't know. Uh, yeah. So time for this. Excuse me while I whip this out. Uh, this time we're gonna do movies with drug trips. This movie had two really three. Four big drug trips in it, and those drug trips basically help forward or move the plot forward in pretty meaningful ways. Uh, so, Andrew, I'll let you go off with uh, or start us off with some movies with drug trips. Okay. So, number three, I have uh, Old School, where he gets shot in the neck with a, <laughs> you know, rain, trank- a rhino tranquilizer. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then number two, I have Batman Begins. Oh yeah, the Scarecrow. And then number one, probably the funniest trip scene of, of any that I can think of, is in Bad Boys Two when Marcus accidentally takes some X. Oh yeah, some ecstasy. Uh, I, I can every time I see that scene, I I just I laugh hysterically till I cry. Yeah, you're not wrong. It's a great scene. Sam, what you got? He's been quiet for a couple minutes, so either his controller... He's been saying stuff, and... 
Wonder Didn't why. know that we can't hear Wonder him. Wonder why we can't hear him. Because the controller died. Oh, he's off. He's off the call. So I'll go ahead and do mine. Maybe his internet okay. uh, just pooped out. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll look for a text. Uh, um, <laughs> so my three, I also did Batman Begins uh, with the... So you Can know, you hear me now? Yeah, there you are. <laughs> I hate you guys. Golly. I, how long have I been... No wonder you weren't stopping to to listen to what I had to say. You kept interrupting <laughs> me. I'm like, jerks, just let me say something. <laughs> We're not the jerks. You're the idiot that doesn't have his controller on. <laughs> but it was. It was on. It just wasn't connected. That's so weird. That's funny. That's weird because I could hear you guys just plain as day. Yeah, the last thing we heard you talk about was when uh, Andrew posted the picture of the face. Yeah. Okay. What, yeah. what brilliant things were you saying about that? I don't remember. No, oh. I, I, I was. I think I was just responding to Andrew's top three because it was better, much better than mine. Oh, okay. So. Well, I'll let you go ahead and then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my number three. I've got the old school Dumbo. Remember oh, the trip yeah, he yeah, had? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, my number two is is in the movie Black Sheep. When they're in the car yeah. driving up the coast. <laughs> You're stoned, oh, and so am I. You know how fast <laughs> I pulled you guys going over? Oh, I don't know. Couldn't have been much more than 87. I pulled you at 7. <laughs> and usually when people pull over, they pull off to the side of the road. <laughs> I totally exactly. made eye contact with the bee. It was like, alive, 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 dead. <laughs> and my number one... Um, are the multitude of of drug induced scenes in Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah, okay. Including uh, including when the lewds hit him at the the lewds. Uh, the uh, what you call it the golf resort. Yeah, and he, he has to get out a, to his car. Lamborghini home. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, those oh, are good. Those are good. Yeah, that's hard to watch. Yeah. Uh, so my three, uh, I also chose Batman Begins. So yeah. you know the scene in that movie when Lucius is there and he's explaining to Bruce what he did to save him, and Bruce looks at him and he goes, "Are you expecting me to understand all that?" And he goes, "No, I just wanted you to know how hard it was." I can't tell you how many times I've said that at work. You know, it's like <laughs> trying we're trying to figure an audio solution, and I said, "Well, I just rerouted the thing, and then I add the compression, and I did this." And the guy looks at me, and I'm like, "I know you don't know what I'm saying. I just wanted you to know how hard it was." So anyway, uh, number two, I did training day when he makes the uh, the uh, the rookie smoke that crack. Mm-hmm. He's he's kind of out of it for a bit, but my number one was dread. That, uh, oh yeah. yeah, I forgot about the drug in that one. Yeah, I did too. Slow, yeah, slow mo. Okay. I think that's what it was called or something. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's good stuff. All right. Time for this. Wait, what's supposed to happen? We're going to give this movie a score out of 10. One being bad and 10 being very good. And I think that's probably pretty easy to understand that math. Andrew. Yeah, I I just don't know. Like, I, I know what I think it deserves, but I don't know if I want to give it that. Uh, <laughs> because honestly, <laughs> like I said, it was like I couldn't look away. Um yeah. Which I guess, if you follow my rule of it keeps me interested, even in the moments that there were downtime, I still I kept 
I don't know, it was a sense of anticipation and and not knowing what was about to happen. I I, I don't know. I mean, am I going to watch it again? Probably never. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but is it a good film? I, I think it is. I mean, if I feel like this is a movie that I would have seen in a uh, in a film festival, yeah. you know, and, and that's been made by some some college roommates or some college uh, uh, film students, and they just did a heck of a good job. That's what it feels like. Uh, so I'm gonna give it a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah, you got the unpleasant <laughs> task of going first. Yeah, too. you start us I off. Know. Yeah, you set the the, the bar here. Do you, do you um, want me to tell I, you what IMDb has it at? Yeah, seven point one. Okay, so I don't feel too bad then. I was gonna say six point yeah. eight. So that's I guess that's about right. Yeah, it has a seventy-two yeah. score from Metascore. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm going to give it a good old seven. I think it's it's up there with with some pretty darn good horror films that that are art films. And like I mentioned before, the the personal journey that she goes on is worth this movie in terms of how well done it is. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean it's. Sorry, I had bless a, you. No, I cough. Yeah, I had. Um, it it He's is a coronas. It is a well done movie. It's it does the things that it needed. Like there's, I mean, all the little uh, you know, kind of I wouldn't call them plot holes, but questions that I had. Honestly, they don't really need to be answered mm. for the movie to be. You know. I mean, the movie's supposed to make you think, right? So, I mean, the fact that I'm asking questions maybe is means that, that the movie did its job. Uh, so, but, but, but did <laughs> I like it? That's what it comes down to, right? Like, that's what the point of the score is, is that do I, do I like the movie? And yeah. I, I kind of don't, but it's a good movie. I mean, it's, it's like Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. I appreciate that that's a really great movie, but I don't like it because I've... Of what it represents, you it know, makes you I'm, angry. Yeah, kind of does. Uh, I'm just going to give it a six point six. I don't know. I for no 6. better point six six maybe. No, there's no evil. Six point six five, because there's you know what I'm saying. It's not there's no one. It's, it's it's a hundredth less of an evil. But they're because they're not being evil. That's the thing. No, like they're the culture. We've yeah. so we mentioned that so, yeah many times. This yeah. is just the way they do it's things just in the that way cult. It is. it is what it is, as people have said before. Okay. And they've never been caught yet. Well, again, it's hard to it's hard to be caught when you only commit a crime once every ninety years. Yeah. So, you know, if it was like every year they did this and they weren't being caught, then then it's like, wow, these guys are actually pretty good. Yeah. At at, at the murder stuff. Well, and it's a little different. Ninety years ago, there was no such thing as social media or or internet. You know, it, it just yeah. makes me wonder how yeah. they can continue. Yeah, but they've no. got ninety years to plan, I guess. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, uh, interesting. All right, next week we are doing Train to Busan. I am Busan. both terrified and excited for it. Um, it is. Oh, there's a oh, there's a there's a sequel. 
Train to Busan presents Peninsula. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So Train to Busan, 2016 South Korean film. It is, I think, all subtitles. Yep. And so I was kind of going against our our rule, but we know it going into it. Yeah, and I was wrong. It is not the same guy that directed Parasite. Parasite. I I was wrong. I thought it was him. It's not. I thought it was. Yeah. Is it not? No. It is not. He has directed nothing that we've seen. Oh. I mean, it's all yeah, South Korean stuff. Uh, let's see. So, so well, if you enjoy trains, join us next week on Cheap Seat Reviews. Yeah, no, it's 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 zombie choo It's zombie trains, man. It's uh, when it, while a zombie <laughs> virus breaks out in South Korea, passengers struggle to survive on a train. I guess because we thought it was the same dude that did um, Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer, because it's a train. Maybe, so, yeah. Huh. No. Okay. Anyway, cool. Trains and zombies. So if you like both of those oh things, you're in for a ride. There you go. That's that. Time for the credits. Uh, like it's, uh, Actually, you know what? Before I do our credits, I'm going to say that you should go check out mine and Sam's other podcast. Or I guess it's just not mine and Sam's. It'll be mine and whoever else joins me that week. Yep. Them's Fighting Nerds. Uh, we've had episode two out. We've had... Some pretty positive. Well, I, haven't had, I haven't got any feedback, but people are listening to it, which is cool. <laughs> but no one's emailed the I show like yet. I like to think that people are enjoying my podcast. I think so. Yeah, no one tells me otherwise. So you know, I yeah. uh, no uh, hate mail yet. Silence I- equals consent is what I learned from. Oh dear. Uh, oh. The gunslinger. They they use that phrase a lot in the gunslinger book, the Dark Tower series. Uh, anyway, yeah, so Them's Fighting Nerds, check it out. It's on everywhere you can find podcasts except iTunes. It's not there yet. iTunes is slow, but it's Google Play and all the other places it's there. Speaking of iTunes, though, you can check out this show. Is uh, Leave us a review, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube. Our website is cheapseatreviews.libsyn.com. Facebook is facebook.com slash cheapseatreviews. At cheapseatcast is our Twitter. Cheapseatreviews at gmail.com is how you can... Get a hold of us. Those are all the best ways you can get a hold of us. Please, if you like the show, I would just be great if you could share it with somebody. Just say, hey, here's a show. Because I know I see on Twitter at least five times a day looking for podcast recommendations. If you do social media and you see something like that, drop us. You know, do an app mention for us. That'd be super awesome. So on behalf of Andrew and Sam, this is Sean saying thank you guys so much for listening. And we will see you next week.